Driving down the road, my wheel started turning, I thought. (laughs) Over 17 million cars are sold every year in every color imaginable. So why are the tires always black? Is it to match the road? For that matter, why make the roads black? Why not pink? Or green? The first roads were dirt paths, brown. When these got muddy and impassable, people paved them with gold. Gold straw, that is, creating history's first road food, if you were a horse. Later, pavement included shells, pebbles, and cobblestones. You can still find cobbled streets today, blue ones in Puerto Rico, and goldish brown or amber in New York's lower Manhattan. Why swap such beautiful colors for monotonous black? To go with the tires? Today's roads are usually made with a combination of asphalt, bitumen, and other petroleum products a durable mixture that melts easily and spreads smoothly across a road surface. And it's naturally very dark. You can make asphalt colorful, but it's expensive. And it's just going to get dirty. Why not save that money to plant flowers in the divider? You know, for color? Still, the roads in Texas are sometimes a kind of clay red. That's no accident. It's because those roads are made of aggregate, or crushed up and mashed together rock. And the rocks in Texas are kind of red. Maybe they're sunburned. I couldn't find a pink road anywhere, but if you know one, mention it in the comments. Okay, that explains black roads. But what's with all the black tires? After all, wheels weren't always black. Chariot wheels could be shiny bronze. And donkey carts and covered wagons had wooden wheels, sometimes painted. The first tires were actually made of leather. They smooth the ride, but unlike black leather jackets, which never go out of style and last forever, leather tires were undyed and wore out quickly. If you've ever bumpity-bumped along in a vehicle with wooden wheels, you get why we use rubber tires. When you get to the bottom of it, the shock absorption of rubber is a huge improvement. But the rubber on those tires is naturally white. So why are the tires black? I mean, we let the axle retain its natural silvery color, probably because axles need to be strong, and you don't make anyone nervous by implying that your axle is anything other than steel. But why is it called an axle when it isn't an axe? You don't cut down trees with your car. Axle comes from the Latin root axis, and it means pivot or line. But it doesn't take a Latin road scholar to notice that some tires have white walls, where the natural rubber color is left alone, or even brightened up with zinc oxide. In fact, bright white was once standard for the whole tire. That's why chauffeurs and old movies are constantly polishing them. Imagine trying to keep white tires clean. But camouflaging dirt is not the reason manufacturers started adding the chemical compound carbon black to their product. So why travel to the opposite end of the color spectrum all the way to black? We paint the bodies of cars but usually one solid color. Boring. I mean, older cars were often two-toned. And I could go for a nice plaid or leopard print. Why not stripes? (laughs) Early car manufacturer Henry Ford set the standard when he said, any customer can have a car painted any color that he wants, so long as it is black. Are you tired of all this tire talk? No? Okay, let's continue. Exposed to the wind, rain, snow, mud, and the occasional collision, car paint undergoes lots of wear and tear. That's why Henry Ford developed a super-tough asphalt-based paint that could really take the road. We know asphalt is tough, but it's also expensive. All car paint is. Depending on factors like rust and chips, 
Repainting a car in the U.S. can range anywhere from $300 to over $3,000. You can make colored asphalt. Colorful cars bloomed all through the 1920s, but light and bright colors made the paint even more expensive. When the stock market crashed, people went back to depressing, I mean durable, economical colors. Today, the most common car colors are neutrals. But if you like money, invest in a yellow car. Not only will its cheery color keep you on the bright side of life, yellow cars have a higher resale value than their dour mates. Now, I'm no economist, but it has to do with supply and demand. There are fewer yellow cars on the market, so lemon lovers have to ante up. You will see colorful advertisements painted on trucks, but that's because ads weren't meant to last, and if they work, they pay for themselves. Otherwise, patterns are cost-prohibitive. But wouldn't it be great to see art on every car? Instead of going to museums, our highways could become moving seams. Okay, if you can come up with a better name, leave it in the comments. But looking at yellows and neutrals and fancy ads, I wonder, maybe tires are black because black goes with everything. Accidents happen. Why tempt fate with tires that clash? Tires do have a lot of safety features. No-slip tread prevents skidding, snow tires prevent sledding, and run-flat tires let you drive to repair shop after you drive over a spike. And colors are traffic safety features. Orange cones, red fire trucks, the stripes of a crosswalk. There's a long list of colors on the road chosen to catch your eye and help you avoid hazards. But the black of your tires isn't one of them. You know what is in some tires for safety? Walnut shells. Yeah, it sounds nutty, but walnut shells are super strong and their micro bits help tires grip slippery roads. Maybe they could use the inside of the walnut too. Peanut butter sticks to the roof of your mouth. Would walnut butter stick to the road? But shouldn't that make the tires nut-colored? Why stick with black? Well, Goodyear asked the same question. In the 1950s, Goodyear developed tires in many shades to match your car. They even suggested you might want to change tires regularly to match your fancy evening dress. Of course, you should wait to put on that lime green chiffon number until after you change the tire. They also developed tires made of translucent material with lights inside. They glowed down the road. Cool! Why weren't they a hit? Mm, two problems. First, like the white tires, they got dirty really quickly. And second, well, you got a brightsider, money. The look of these tires was not just short-lasting, it was expensive. Bad combo. Tonight, you might see some lighted tire rims, the metal part of the wheel that shows. White, yellow, pink, or green, light-up rims have a glow-in-the-dark stickers or LED lights. But check your local regulations before you buy them. Light-up rims can be the opposite of safe and not legal in places that have deemed them a distraction. Speaking of distractions, the world's biggest tire is also black. It started life as a Ferris wheel at the New York World's Fair in 1964. Today, it sits on the side of Highway I-94 in Detroit, the Motor City. Weighing 12 tons and standing 80 feet tall, it's difficult to miss. If you do, maybe you shouldn't be driving. Paradoxically, the world's biggest tire manufacturer, calculating by units created, makes the tiniest tires. Lego makes tires with diameters just over one-half inch, and they produce about 318 million tires a year, making Lego the biggest tire producer. And yes, these teeny tires are black. 
to look like the real thing. Black is cheap. Maybe manufacturers would add dye to tires if they weren't black already. But they don't have to. The compound carbon black does the trick, and it's there not to please goth drivers, although that's nice too, but because carbon black makes the tire stronger and more likely to get you to your destination. Hey, I hope all the tire talk didn't leave you flat. <laughs> get it? Okay. Hey, if you learned something new today, then give the video a like and share it with a friend. And here are some other cool videos I think you'll enjoy. Just click to the left or right and remember. Yeah, stay on the bright side of life.